today on A Frank Conversation. I got on social media randomly um, because my caseload filled up. Now, Dr. Raquel Martin's social media feeds are filling up with all sorts of comments as she offers folks reassurance about their mental health, something of a nugget of wisdom. But you're always going to be the expert when it comes to you, right? So self-assessment is helpful. Watching that video and seeing signs that you see within yourself, helpful. Identifying things that can be beneficial for you, helpful. And I really just want it to be another resource. Dr. Martin has more than 700,000 followers on TikTok and another 196,000 on Instagram. Yeah, most of my friends are medical, who are all like medical professionals. Um, and their realm of not understanding is like the content creating piece because they're just like, yeah, girl, I'm not doing it. I have no interest in doing it. Uh, I don't know what it's like to have thousands upon thousands of people just comment on the way you wore your hair that day. Um, like, And I'll be like, well, we need more people like us in the space to show that we're out there and they're like i see what happens on your page it will never be me like they were <laughs> like i refuse they're like i'll be looking at the comments going back and forth with people and i'm like you know if somebody has a problem they can call me if they don't have my number i don't care while mental health could be seen as a broad topic she takes a specific approach all of it stems from talks like this I also have my private practice, Martin Psychological Services, where I do therapy, individual and group therapy, as well as like consultation service, speaking engagement. Um, and I do my own workshops for like anti-racist and anti-oppressive care for clinicians. That's actually a training program for clinicians. And then parenting Black and biracial Black children, um, where I work on identity development and, and ways to be more intentional about in ensuring that your children are being racially socialized appropriately, um, because when you do it right, when it comes to their black identity development, it's a protective factor against mental health difficulties. It's um, connected to higher academic achievement, um, lower likelihood of sexually risky behavior. Like it's the epitome of you teach your children to get used to saying like, I know who I am, so I know who I'm not. So I, I know who I am. You're calling me aggressive. That's not who I am. Right. Um, and they don't get that. Right. So as black parents, you know, we, we we do have to do more, but being more intentional with it in terms of not just talking about black history, but black futures, because that gets missed out on. Um, not just talking about, you know, as black children get older, um, we do less uh, proactive empowerment, which is proactive socialization, which is like empowerment and, and talking about the future aspect. And we do more protective, which is talking about distrust and bias. And that leads them to, you know, feeling like, you know, depressed and stressed out. So as they get older, we we do more about like, we know you're going to be adultified. We want to give you all these messages of, you know, being protecting yourself, but we're missing the other half. Um, so just working on that because it's, it's, it, I mean, it, it does everything. It, and it, like, look at the fact that like, in order for um, us to graduate from high school, we have to learn about European American history. That's why the, their authenticity is so typical to them and their freedoms are so typical to them. We have to intentionally make sure it's the same thing overall. Um, so I do that too. That's my, of course, as you can tell, that's really like in everything that I do. But a lot of times, um, we we forget and then we're just giving them like the biased messages which are which are true but we're freaking yeah. our kids out yeah like, it's true it's true <laughs> it's, um you know what though this is refreshing because um this has been me in many a news meetings right like mm -hmm. trying to tell people and then i reached a point where i was like you know what it's not my job to teach you we have so many resources and we have so many people that we accuse of being smart mm -hmm. um so many titles but 
for some reason they can't seem to grasp a very obvious concept and i don't know how many examples we need for folks to be converted and you know uh, it was odd because after what happened to george floyd which is just one of many cases yeah. there were so many people who they wouldn't do it in a group but they would come and apologize to me people in the newsroom who had worked with me years ago i've been doing this for almost 20 years people who i hadn't seen in 10 15 years calling me up i didn't even know they had my number you know we worked together back in 07 i'm sorry i'm like sorry for, for what yeah. just knows a part of conversations about yeah. you and i could have advocated for you and i'm like yo so some stuff happened that involved me that i didn't know about directly but when i thought something was going on you were just gaslighting me and making it seem like i yeah. was out of my mind and now you're apologizing they're like yeah the amount of work it takes to be up on education strategies for black individuals, research strategies, and me publishing research strategies for black individuals, therapeutic strategies, even content creation to know what's going on specifically with the black environment. You really have to specialize. And I, I feel like we deserve that. <laughs> like I very much, people will be like, well, this applies to me too. And I'm not black. That's amazing. I'm glad that applies to you. I also want to specify the fact that, you know, that's that's not my goal. You know, I think it's great that it applies to you. And I think it's great that it helps you. But I also want you to be aware that when it comes down to it, you're a guest here. I could quote lyrics from everything from Nita Baker to the Black Album to Earth, Wind & Fire like that and make it therapeutically sound. And I was like, we need more people like that. A lot of times we do better with race concordant relationships where our clinicians look like us. In 2019, Neuropsychiatric Disease and Treatment published a study stating that like when it comes to depressive symptoms for Black people, it's more disabling, more persistent, and more treatment resistant than depression among European American individuals. Um, and then when it comes to Black psychologists, only 5% of psychologists are, are Black. Dr. Martin teaches at Tennessee State University. The students get like the example of like modeling appropriate like boundaries and um, normalizing their stress because they're going through a significant amount of stress. And for a lot of them, I'm their only Black teacher. So if it wasn't, if it wasn't for them, but despite all of her followers, she says there are plenty of people who doubt the need for what she's doing. Everyone is not the same. But when I'm dealing with Black men in mental health, there are these common themes of um, having to deal with stereotypes, having to feel as though they have difficulty with emotion affect, uh, you know, emotion identification. And even when they do share it, it's not received appropriately because sometimes people aren't ready to receive it and either they're being invalidated as well. Dr. Martin also talked about connections how even though someone may be closely linked to another, it does not account for firsthand experience. Proximity is not experience. I have married to a black husband, raised by a black man with my dad. I have two black boys, but I can only experience, you know, understand my proximity to being a black man from my lens as a black woman. I'll never know what it's like, um, but being educated on it, making sure I prioritize narratives that center you know, diverse aspects of the Black narrative um, and also being aware of it makes it so that I'm in a better position to, to, to help that population, like knowing about the stereotypes and how they're rampant, knowing about Black men being more times to be, you know, invalidated and be seen as guilty before innocent, knowing about the difference when it comes to Black women and women and men when it comes to adultification of Black boys versus adultification of Black girls. How does that show up? I always state that I focus on Black mental health and I, I always state that like we deserve that. You know, I don't see you needing therapy as an insult. I, I see it as like, you deserve therapy. We all deserve this. 
racism is a public health crisis. You know, we're, we have more treatment resistant issues, systemic racism. We need someone who not only focuses on depression, but depression as a result of racism related stress in the work environment. We need someone not only dealing with anxiety, but anxiety as a result of complicated grief and stereotypical, you know, symptom, stereotypical stress of being seen as like, I gotta make that black person, that other person laugh. I gotta be the old Sambo. I gotta make sure I'm not snapping my neck because I don't wanna have like the, the sapphire stereotype. We need people to have that. And you don't have that if you don't specialize. I always state when you serve everyone, you serve no one. So people who typically follow me social media or anything like that, they're like, oh, you know, not it's not only Black people. It's people who want to learn about the Black experience, educate themselves. Because I also am very transparent about my mental health. I talk about the fact that I have a psychologist. Um, I talk about when I've gone through postpartum difficulties. I've talked about difficulties in my, in, in just being, you know, 5% of psychologists being Black and that being men, women, and individuals who don't identify as men and women, they're very rarely people who look like me in the room. And my personality, my level of intellect, and the fact that I don't try to sublimate my intellect, and I also know the level of my intellect, has this aspect of people who, I've encountered a lot of people who feel the need to try to humble me. And most Black people, like we were talking about before, the higher you get up, the more that comes up. And you don't even have the other person in the room to be like, was that racist? That'll do it for a frank conversation. And you know we do these bi-weekly, so check out previous episodes. Also, check out Raquel Martin PhD on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Special thanks to her for hanging. And to be clear, this is not the only way to find help. If you're looking for it, don't hesitate to reach out to a medical professional near you for an in-person visit. Until next time, have a good one.